0: Two of the most storied programs in college football history will be teeing it off this weekend, but one of them's story seems to have ended a while back. Let's talk about it.
1: Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the
0: Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today?
1: I am doing really well. Wow, this tech—the the, seats only got here fast. We're playing Texas now. That's happening.
0: That's yeah, it's it's huge. It's huge. Uh, thank you, guys, all. Thank you, all. Thank you all for making us your first listen. We appreciate you guys a ton. Um, if it looks like I'm wearing the same shirt as the previous podcast, I love this shirt. I just I might just wear it every podcast now. This is from Alumni Hall. Go check out Alumni Hall. I'm telling you, they sent it to me as like a sample to wear. And I'm like, hey, don't send me samples if you don't want me to wear them, because I'll wear it. I'll wear it all the time and I'll shake it like this, just like this. Like I'm shaking right now. Go get you a shirt from Alabama Hall. support, the Alabama, Crimson Tide and Locked on Bama, by the way, uh, Jimmy, Alabama the university of will be taking on texas uh this weekend i believe you and i are both going We're very much looking forward to that hope we get to see each other um chris Felica put out a statistic this uh chris Felica of um espn fame i think they call him the bear the other bear something yeah the other bear uh, he's the other bear the other bear okay well we have oh the other versus our bear i got you yeah. um He's just bear. Maybe he's just bear, not the bear, like Ohio State, you know, the Ohio State. Uh, Chris Felica put this tweet out. Since playing for the 2009 national title, Alabama is an FBS best, 151 and 17, and has won five national titles. Texas is 84 and 67, which is one win better than Northwestern. In fact, Alabama has more wins by at least 24 points, 92. Then Texas has wins in that same span. A couple of things jump out to me. The first thing, if you told me right now, I mean, I have not researched this. Please, if you would watch this podcast, you know we're not doing a ton of research beforehand. I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best really quickly, Jimmy. I think I could name all 17 losses in two. So 2010, you got um, you got South Carolina, LSU, Auburn. 2011, you've got LSU. 2012 you got AM. Thirteen, you've got Auburn and Oklahoma. In fourteen, you have Ohio State and Ole Miss. In fifteen, you have Ole Miss. There's ten. In sixteen, you got Clemson. In seventeen, you have Auburn. In eighteen, you have Clemson. In nineteen, you have Auburn and oh don't don't you say it. Don't you then L S U. That's fifteen. Then in twenty you have zero. In twenty one you have uh, you have the other two losses, which would be Georgia and Texas A&M. I just rattled off the 17 losses we have since 2009. That's how good we are. How many other college teams can rattle off their losses in less than a minute in the last 13 years? It's too difficult. You know, If you're Auburn and you're trying to do it, you need a lot more than a minute or a lot more than a second, as they love to tell us.
1: Yeah, I mean, to sum up uh, the uh, Bears' uh, tweet. Since we played Texas in 09, Alabama has been the greatest dynasty in the history of the sport. And Texas has been an average Over. power five program. Average. I mean, they're just average. They've been average. It's it's incredulous that they are. I mean, how they can have that money and a passionate fan base and, and an urgency to win and be in a state that has I'm sure the most talent, if not, I mean, tied for first with Florida and California um, and, and and be the dominant blue blood program of the state going back 100 years. Um, how they've been average for so long stunning. stunning, uh, but it's the truth. Now, what is, does that have to do with this Saturday? On the one hand, I would say very little, uh, but... Maybe it maybe it says a lot because if this game was being played before 2009, Alabama probably wouldn't be favored to win the game. Instead, Alabama's favored to win by 20. Um, so that's what has to do with this game and Texas's uh, mediocrity for so long. I do think though, when you look at an Alabama, Luke, where Saban inherited a program where they had fired the coach. Uh, the coach because, uh, you know, and, and the roster wasn't that great, partly due to that coach and partly due to NCAA sanctions. And Sabe inherited that roster and coached that roster in 2007. And just one season later, in 2008, I would argue Alabama was the second best team in the country. I think eventually this is going to happen at Texas, and yeah, it can happen that fast. Now, Texas would even have the transfer portal to aid build. It will happen for Texas again when they have the right coach. Uh, I don't think that that coach is Sark. It, he might be, but they don't feel to me like they're a year away from being the second in the country. Uh, that said, I was favored by 20, and I think they're going to win by around 20. But they got a handful of dudes. I mean, they still have a handful of dudes. And Alabama didn't play well on the road last year, so – I'm not, I'm not writing this down as a win, uh, just yet. We got to play the game.
0: Well, Alabama was a, what a 17 point, 18 point favorite last year on a road game at Texas. Uh, they end up losing the contest. I mean, it's not crazy sure. to think it could happen. However, I would, and i also say this, I don't think A&M had a dude on their team as good as B. John Robinson is B. John Robinson is a top 10 NFL pick next year, next draft. Um, that being said, I would also argue a and has a much better coach. a also has a lot more familiarity with Alabama on the whole. And a and had the benefit of playing Alabama uh, before Bryce Young, really blossomed into being Bryce Young. And um, yeah, there were a few other little knickknack things that, that helped a that particular. It was also a night game, uh, which I wish this was because it'll be 712 degrees uh, where I'm sure I'll be sitting. Jimmy, I want to take a minute here now. I'm going to talk about a new sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. This episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. It's the easiest place to spice up your football season. Emphasis on easy to get started and easy to play while you watch your favorite team. Example, look here. Eight examples for you It's in terms of uh, keeping how easy it is. You can win cold, hard cash in a single game. That's how it's just super easy. Underdog has an investment backing from Mark Cuban, from Kevin Durant, Adam Schefter, who that may be the most important one. You know, Mark Cuban can invest in anything. Kevin Durant can invest in anything. Adam Schefter is like, yeah, I want a piece of this. That's a smart dude in sports with ESPN. They have always been focused on building superior products for a fun user experience. That makes it super easy. Customer support team is top notch. It's the best in the business. That is not just me talking. That is the truth. And I'm telling you, it's a lot of fun. You need to go sign up at underdog fantasy, uh, sign up with the promo code locked on and underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 deposit $100, get $100 free. That's $200. It's easy. It's simple math y'all. Um, Underdog fantasy is just so easy and so much fun. You need to go check them out. Just look at your favorite team, you know, whatever that is. I'm hoping it's Alabama if you're listening to this. But pick whatever you think they'll end up with the higher or lower that in that number on a particular stat, and you can win 20 times your money on a single night. It, it's you need to go check it out. This is a new way to do it. Underdog fantasy, underdog fantasy. Use promo code locked on. Um. All right, Jimmy. Let's talk a little more about Texas. Uh, They played played the week after Texas. Uh, UL Monroe uh, beginning to ring that cash register on some of these butt-whooping checks. They beat uh, Texas – or, excuse me, Texas beat them 52-10. to But it seems like it was kind of a – not the prettiest 52 – not – been complaining a little bit, at least some fans, not us necessarily, about Alabama's "quote unquote" ugly 55. The the two win. Texas was much uglier. I mean, it doesn't. It? Um, they had, Robinson had 10 carries for 71 yards. Uh, that Robinson, by the way, former Alabama player, one carry for seven yards. Quinn Ewers. He was only 16 of 24 for 225 and two touchdowns. I mean, this just wasn't a very pretty game against a team that is not really good. And um, I would say it doesn't necessarily bode well, because while we could nitpick the Alabama Crimson Tide, and we've done that in the previous two podcasts, and our big win over Utah State, first of all, Utah State's a better team than Monroe. Secondly, we can only nitpick because we know perfection. did you
1: give up oh sorry it, it, it froze on me for a second I don't know if it froze up for you but it froze on me for just one, one second so I wasn't sure you were uh, uh done with what was I thought a uh, excellent breakdown especially considering look Utah State is a better team than Monroe I mean that that, that was the the best point to make I, I thought is Utah State would beat Louisiana Monroe and Alabama beat Utah State much worse than Texas beat Louisiana Monroe don't be fooled by the score Alone, Uh, When you break down the game, uh, yeah, Texas dispatched Monroe easily, but Alabama dominated Utah State more than Texas dominated Monroe. I do think that's relevant uh, to the game this weekend uh, in terms of just kind of a demonstration of firepower. One other point to make, I'm, I'm still forming a prediction, but Utah State played a game that I felt there was a concerted effort to keep Logan Bonner healthy by getting rid of the ball very quickly and then not playing for very long because they were afraid that Will Anderson or Dallas Turner would uh, get free and and break him, and now Utah State can't win their more important games to them, which are Mountain West games. Uh, Texas is a little different. Uh, I think this is going to be a high sack game for Alabama. Uh, It wasn't against Utah State, but it will be this win. Uh, one of the things I think we should look forward to. What I think happened in that Monroe game is, uh, is is Texas uh, basically putting Quinn Ewers in the pocket, and uh, and that's like ringing a dinner bell for uh, Will and Dallas and Chris Braswell.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. And in fact, I, I'm, uh, again, I'm using this is on me just like I did yesterday. I'm using ESPN to find some stats, and ESPN has these obnoxiously loud commercials that just sort of pop up in the middle of nothing and then ruin your excellent uh rants generally. But uh let me I want to look here for sacks. Um it looks like UL Monroe had three sacks against Texas. If UL Monroe's getting three sacks against you, um I'm am over under on Will Anderson is getting three and a half by himself.
1: Yeah, I mean that's yeah. what I mean. I, I think I think as much as this past game Luke sort of was a show-off Saturday for the offense and Bryce Young and and, and and the five touchdown passes and the six touchdowns total and 100 yards rushing and 55 points. I think this weekend it might be show-off Saturday for the defense. Not not in terms of pitching another shutout. I'm sure Texas is going find, to find some points. But uh, multiple sacks, multiple picks. Uh, I don't think the Alabama defense is a great place for Quinn Ewers to, quote, grow up. Uh, I I, I can see it sort of being a long day for him. Uh, I I wouldn't – I'm not going to be surprised if we see a lot of Hudson Card in the second half.
0: I'm with you on that. I want to tell everybody now about LinkedIn. Uh, You know, LinkedIn is just the best. I mean, you need to go check them out. Uh, If if you need some help hiring, uh, LinkedIn is the way to go. There's absolutely no doubt about that. You can see all about them. We have them in our little overlay right there. Um, As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job with the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to and helps you find them faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Use promo code locked on college. Terms and conditions may apply. All right. Um so Jimmy, I you know I was um, I was trying to pull up something uh, more about Texas and the ESPN did their thing again. So I'm just going to quit doing that. Uh, one Charles Charles Powers has released a little depth chart note saying that um, Cameron Latu is listed on the depth chart now, and um, so that's a positive that he will be back uh, for this game, and um, that's we need it. We need it. I mean, there's no doubt, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, first of all, Latu just a good player. I mean, I know some fans will be all like, Oh, Robbie was, was terrible. We, we need, uh, uh, you know, we need Latu back because he's a senior, he's a fifth year guy and he's a good player. And he's, I think he's going to play in the NFL. Uh, I, I think he's that, that level of good player. Uh, so yeah, this will be big. I think Alabama is going to show a little bit more with Latu out there, a little bit more of the playbook gets introduced. Uh, we will we'll go back to being kind of a role player where I think he's really effective uh, in being more of that H role. Uh, he gave up that sack in the Y position that we all know wasn't a strength for him anyway. Um, no, this is nothing but good news for Alabama. And uh, I'm not surprised I expected Latu back this week. Uh, not sure we'll get another player. I think Aaron Anderson might be close to returning. But I don't know that. I, I don't know. I'm, I sort of expected Latu to, to return this week. I, I'm not sure about Aaron Anderson. Um, Jimmy, who's
0: somebody you think uh, for this upcoming Texas game that could have a monster game that you wouldn't expect? I mean, don't – Bryce Young, Will Anderson don't count. Jameer Gibbs doesn't count. Jermaine Burton doesn't count. Give me somebody else.
1: All right. Uh, I'll go uh, I'll go Jordan Battle. Uh, just simply because I I think he is going to cap his career with a game that maybe we refer to as the Jordan battle game, where there's two or three interceptions, uh, courtesy of the pass rush. Uh, I think battle might be our best guy back there in terms of taking advantage of of a great pass rush. And I do think this weekend, uh, it's going to be show off time for the Alabama outside linebacker group and that pass rush, and that could lead to some picks. So so I, I would go Jordan Battle there. Uh, and by the way, his uh, running mate, I thought, uh, almost understated, had a nice game Saturday, and that's uh, DeMarco Helms. I thought he played really well against Utah State.
0: Yeah, and you know what's funny? I can't believe we've gone like three podcasts now without even mentioning the way Kyrie Jackson blew up a, a little quick screen to receiver by knocking one man it, – it, on the other team into that particular man carrying the ball and therefore tackling both of them. That was, that was gorgeous. That was, um, that was dirty 2008, 2009, 2010 Alabama defense stuff. I mean, just dirty, 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 not dirty in a bad
1: sense, like, like dirty, like super. You you, you had to know that Utah state playing in the league that they play in and, and when they play up, They normally play a Pac-12 team, which doesn't exactly feature a lot of defensive freaks, you know, that you see in the NFL. And you got to think when when Kyrie Jackson made that play, that's probably not something Utah State sees a lot. You You know, not in the the Mountain West, not even when they play in the Pac-12 games do they see a six-foot-three cornerback blast through a screen Like he's a freaking freight train outside linebacker. But welcome to playing Alabama. All
0: right, buddy. That's going to do it for today's podcast. We will be back tomorrow with another one for you, getting you ready for Alabama, Texas. Jimmy and I will be going to that game. Can't wait to talk about it. Uh, Going to have some live updates, all this other fun stuff. Until then, everybody, roll tide. Roll tide.